Are we ready? Yeah. Ready. Sorry. No worries. I uh, just wanted to make sure uh, before we hit this button. What's up, Trash Pandas? Welcome to In Addition, where we try our best to find the treasure in the trash with your hosts, Tony P, Mike, Steph, and Swan. Slide us into your weekly podcast feed, or we'll wind down your Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash NADDpod. What's going on, you trash pandas? It's your boy, it's Mike C, and I'm here as always with my dog hero in the background, <laughs> and Tony and Swan and Steph. And I, I know in the past that we have talked, what would you do if you won the lottery? What uh, would you do if you had your dream career? Uh, and kind of like we, we've talked about uh, Barbie. We've talked about Barbie's dream home. Uh, and tonight I want to talk about Barbie's dream severance plan. Uh, basically, so. That's not in the movie. <laughs> wow spoilers spoilers <laughs> uh, so i recently have been thinking because i work for a tech company and uh every other week there's a big article that comes out about like another round of mass layoffs in the tech industry and all of those come with different severance packages so I have been mentally preparing myself. Our like our company is doing fine. I've got a ton of work. Uh, I'm not, I'm not hurting for time. I'm not hurting for work. I'm not nervous uh, that any of this is happening. I just got put on a big project. I'm feeling pretty secure. But I always want to be thinking just in case, so that I'm not caught off guard. Right? What would I do if? And so I've asked some friends who have been part of layoffs recently and, you know, some places are doing two weeks for every year that you've worked at a company or something like that. And so like other places are doing, here's a flat six months, you know, uh, like a lot of places structure their severance differently. Um, but I want to use my own uh, personal, like, experience here to frame this question for y'all if you had 20 weeks of severance what would you do with that time basically here is free 20 weeks of the same rate of pay that you're making now that allows you to pay all your bills and stuff uh health insurance is covered everything is kind of like it's basically like you know here's 20 weeks of free time like five months uh ish right okay. yeah yes okay. how would you spend those five weeks or those five months other than panicking looking for a job <laughs> <laughs> right away probably yeah huh. i don't so, i don't think i could relax until i knew i had a plan and so i would spin my wheels for that time until I had had something, whether it's another job lined up or just some plan, I I get but no like rest. immediately, immediately. I think I'd be sad for about a week, like really sad um, and be lost. And then I think I'd start looking. So, I mean, I have like very practical real life experience with this. Um, 
So I can confidently say that I would spend the first month planning and executing a wedding. <laughs> and then I would spend the next four months. <laughs> then I would spend the, uh, the, then I would spend the, the next month applying for jobs while also hyper focusing on a, uh, an eight month Coursera course to finish in four weeks. And then I would spend the next uh, three months applying for several jobs every day and being depressed. Funny enough, I too had an opportunity. I had a, a severance um, and it's exactly like Steph. So I took, I literally did nothing for a month. Like I, when I say man, let me tell you, um, I got up out of a bed and then laid on a couch and watched TV. Like it was um, like slovenly, just nothing. And it was intentional and I was yeah. fine with it. And I loved, actually, I think it was in the middle of COVID now that I think about it. Um, even if it wasn't, it would have been the same outcome. Um, so I had a month of just absolutely nothing. <clears throat> and then much like everyone else, I was like, oh, crap, I gotta find a job. So then I went into panic mode. And without getting into it too much, I had plenty of time. I didn't have to panic, but that's what panic is. You know, it doesn't matter if you have time or everything's okay. But it's like, oh, well, what, a, you know? And so, um, and I just, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like not working. Um, so then, yeah, I started looking for jobs. Now, if, if I knew if I had like, what's it called when, when like professors get a year off sabbatical, sabbatical. Yes. It's, a, it's a working one, but yeah. 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 Would so you rather us take it like this? I don't uh, Yeah. Because it sounds like you're panicky weirdos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> who, who could have seen that coming? <laughs> you know, I guess I should have known. Uh, you lived with this last year. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I can definitely take it as like a sabbatical. Yeah. Exercise. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's, that's the difference for me is that like, when I think about what I would do next, I know that I will get a job and I am not concerned uh in any way with kind of that next step and that might be mediocre white man confidence uh but here we are baby uh, i got it uh in this one instance of my life i have it and oh boy is it nice Dude, it's funny i was just telling somebody like if we're being open and honest here that because of experience and time and things and also i was like oh i'm confident i can find another job elsewhere and i am but it's still, <laughs> you know, it's not a hundred percent confidence. It's like 90% confidence. I feel really good, sure. but we're not there yet. Um, so for me, I, I was job hunting. And then by the time I landed a job and had a little bit of a window where I had time off, but knew I had a job coming, um, it was the same what I did then was the same thing I would do if I had a sabbatical and it's travel. Um, just kind of, I didn't roam the earth in my couple weeks, but I would just roam the earth, you know, just go from here to there. And, you know, assuming we're not, you know, rich or balling out of control, like yeah, I probably yeah, yeah. No, just kind of do it on the cheap. So yeah, yeah, like find some cheap places to stay, take a train as far as I could take a train and then, a boat, then another train. I don't know. <laughs> like, just kind of hang out, dude, and just like I said, roam the earth. Um, yeah, that would be it. Yeah. Does instead, I roam the cut. Like I roam the 
northeast part of the country because that was the time and the resources yeah, yeah, yeah. i had does a sabbatical change your like positioning stefan swan rather than a five-month uh yeah. cushion yeah. yes absolutely. okay uh to how be fair, would you uh, part of that is very much and it was something steph and i had talked about a lot when she was leaving teaching and looking for a job on paper doesn't represent what we actually bring to a corporate job or a let me say a job that might actually offer me a sabbatical or a severance <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah something i have never had before right uh so it's tough to in that not necessarily be lacking in belief in my own skills, but be lacking in the belief of somebody to be able to not just use a resume reader to look at that, but to act like, I know I can do the job. I know I can do it. I have that confidence. I don't have the confidence in the, you got to get to me to talk to me for me to sell you on that. Um, so I think that's part of it. And it's weird because I think since I start, no, genuinely, since I graduated college and started working, I've never worked less than two jobs. So <laughs> I'm an insane person. Um, so it the idea of having that is weird to me because there's never been a time where I've just been off. I have been seasonal work, like at the winery. I have been, even when I had a full-time job, I still had the seasonal work that was going to Comic-Cons on the weekends and doing that. So there is a much by my own design, there's always been a safety net of if for some reason I were to lose my full-time job or employment that I had banked on wasn't there anymore. I have other, other options that I'm already working on that I could then manage that way. So I think that's especially why it's hard for me to, to think about what I would do. Cause I was just like, I'd just go and work. I'd work the other two jobs that I work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, you can't even imagine. Like it's unfathomable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird space to be in to be able to picture that. Uh, like coming from my like my background of like very similar to Swans of like okay yeah this is uh, this is two job season as opposed to three job season right uh, yeah like and so yeah I get that. Uh, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd submit more classes to teach. I'd look for more grants to do yeah, yeah, more yeah. outreach and more art in the community. Yeah. So it, it's funny. I think the closest to that is the grant that I got last year that did allow me to take less jobs and especially less jobs that I didn't want to do. And yeah. that was really, really liberating. And so I think given given something like severance or given something like a sabbatical, I would really be excited to look into possibly finding just one job that fulfilled what I wanted as an artist in the world. That didn't mean I had to work all five jobs that I do still allowing me for my creative pursuits, because that's clearly never going to stop. But something that satisfied that and it would give me the time and space to not just take a job because I needed it and not get stuck in a full-time job that I ended up hating after a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Steph. Oh boy. <laughs> I would talk a lot about doing all the things that I talk a lot about doing, like finally writing a book for real. Um, and then I probably just wouldn't do it. 
because I don't know how to be productive unless I have 7,000 things happening. Um, so I don't really know. I think travel would be good. I would have to like, yeah, I don't do well with no structure. So I would have to, like, I would have to structure something. I would have to, um, find a volunteer thing that was consistent that I like had to be there for, but then like, then we can't just take off and travel whenever we want to. You know what I mean? Like, it's like such a weird, hard, uh, balance of time off and, things to do that I would need to find. I would have to maybe do like structured travel. Like I'm doing a travel blog. So like it's a productive travel trip or something, you know? Yeah. I think it would be cool. So uh, I think it'd be cool if you fucking relax. I mean, yes. Uh, but I, I wasn't going to say it that I way. I don't want to talk about my non-productive hobbies, Mike. I don't want to talk about it. So no, I think it would be cool to Steph's point of like, if I knew I had five months and I know every Tuesday, Steph has to be back to work in Austin. Where can I go for six days at a time where Steph can still do her job and we can get back to town for the next time that she needs to work? Like what what kind of thing can we create with that? Right. Uh, like Tony, I think you, when you said travel, like, and when Swan says, uh, find a job that, or find like a, a creative thing, like to me, it's like, has there been a travel blog style live stream before or something like that right where like uh me steph and hero get in the car and then we drive and we stream like from wherever we end up at or whatever right and like we make a live stream style show that like combines not having to script anything and like slice of life stuff and creating things and a structure in a way that feels creative and like moving things forward. Right. Uh, in my, <laughs> the amazing place. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so good. It, first off, incredible. Yeah. Uh, second off. Uh, yes, exactly. Like, and I think, uh, with my current car plans, it's even more hilarious, uh, <laughs> because the car, like, will be so recognizable everywhere. Because your car looks like an amazing race. That's uh, true. People Matt. would. Yeah. Because yeah. it looks like a fucking cartoon. Like, <laughs> uh, and so I'm just like, I think that would be a really cool thing to do uh, for a month or two of like, we're going to do this weird thing and see what happens from it. Right. Uh, and then I'll come home and start to get serious again. But like, do a structured full break of like, this is a complete break from everything that's stressed me out uh, for the past 38 years, right? <laughs> uh, unpacking a lot in that five months, <laughs> in those six days. But you know what I mean? Like, I think that's the thing. Like, I have never been able to conceptualize not having to work. Same. Yeah. And so the idea that someone 
gives you the ability to not work and then to fucking waste it by looking for a job right away <laughs> feels like an insult to the concept. You know what I mean? I see I mean, what you're saying. Yeah. I really, I sincerely do. I'm not just uh, blowing smoke. <laughs> like it seems like a once in a lifetime opportunity, you know, to, to have enough money to survive and not have to go to work. Um, but I don't know, man, it's weird when you're there. It's different. <laughs> um, it's just hard for me. Well, first off, let's be real. It's hard for me to have fun period, but it's more difficult for me to have fun and relax when I know I don't have a job. I don't like, all right, I like it. I don't like going to a sporting event two hours away or a concert two hours away. If I know I got to drive back, <laughs> like, that ruins my like, oh man, I gotta drive by. I can't eat. Like, I'm not even gonna have fun. Like, it's a struggle to have fun because I'm like, oh, now I gotta drive home. So I can't do that. I sure can't bop around the world and have a great time and know I'm gonna come back and not have a job. Like, that's the worst drive home, you know? So that's just me. It's, it's you know, I wish that wasn't the case, but yeah, it's just hard, you know, to, to live La Vida Loca when, uh, you know, you have that impending doom. Yeah. And like conversely too, the impending doom of having to go back to a job if we're looking at like the sabbatical, you know, like, cause I had, uh, you know, seven weeks off in the summer from teaching and I was getting, like, I stretched my paycheck across the year rather than just getting paid for the months I was working. Mm -hmm. But I hate summers. I hated summers. Like I never, as a teacher, I never enjoyed summers. Um, mostly because it took me a month to recover and then a month to prep. So there's summer gone, but like, I don't know. I couldn't get into the rhythm of being off. And then like, like you said, you know, you're going to have to go back. So then like the month before it's just constantly on your mind. Uh, what if the job that you were going back to didn't fucking suck butts though? <laughs> like, what about that? That valid point, like really good, really good thoughts that we're going through. Uh-huh. Like, oh, well, no, like, but a hundred percent. I've relaxed on vacation more this year than I ever have before in my life. This is the first year that I've been on vacation, like that our vacation has like coincided with me having a job, right? Because it's always been in the summer and I've always taught, so I've never like been actively working except for weird odd jobs. But I was so I, I wasn't uh I wasn't having to take the first half of the week to relax. Like I was already relaxed before we left. Yeah. Like Friday afternoon, you were, like, I'm ready. I'm ready to be on vacation. Let's you go. were on vacation before we ended our work day. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a fry. That's what you do. You know, yeah. fry. Yay. That's right. Yay, baby. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. So like, and then I wasn't upset about having to go back. Yeah. So I think, I, I you think make a valid the point hook. there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. When the job doesn't. What I think, what was it? You said suck butt? Fucking suck butt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Suck it yeah. makes, it honestly makes a world of difference. Like I, I had a couple weeks off for combined like holiday break and PTO and like traveled. And at no point was I like, did I have that having to drive home dread, you know? Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I was like, all right, well, when I go back to work, that's cool. Like I'm, I'm, I can, I'm fortunate, I'm lucky, you know, to, to have a job that I don't hate. 
Uh, and I realize that's not the norm. Right. Um, but yeah, when it, when it, when that is the case, you can enjoy the vacation, you know, yeah, like, instead of the Sunday scaries as, as most people get. Yeah. yeah. At the end of last Christmas break, uh, we took like two weeks off for Christmas and new year's, uh, at the end of last, the last one, I was checking my email, like a couple of days before going back into the office because I'd like. I'm ready. Yeah. Like, I think there's also like a a, a little I bit of a buffer in that getting some because I would do that. I would check Slack messages uh, just to know what I was coming back to so that I didn't have the anxiety of like opening up Monday morning. And yeah, but no, yeah. I think there's a, there's a lot to be said for the the knowing and the. I guess trusting your coworkers and trusting your job in a weird way. Uh, as I've been putting this together again, very weird work life, but the, the one full-time job that I worked probably the most time because I had handled a lot of stuff there. I would spend, you know, the month before I was getting ready to go away. If I was taking a vacation, prepping for it, I would do so much additional work to make sure that everything was set and that things were going to run for the two weeks I was gone. Like it was a lot. And like, that was stressful and that was tough. Now, some of that is my own fault for not being better at setting boundaries at that job. But it's also why I ended up leaving is because it just, I couldn't sustain that. And it wore me out. Cut to working during the pandemic. The two, we'll say full, the, the two in-person jobs that I had, I was still employed at. I couldn't get unemployment from them. And so I couldn't qualify for pandemic unemployment. So I now had to work that much harder because there wasn't that resource available. All of that to say, when I did finally get a grant, when I did finally have these opportunities, I had not properly prepped for like what to do with that. And so then all of a sudden being unstructured and never giving myself the time or space to deal with the burnout that I'd had that was what I spent my time doing is because yeah. it was the, the only thing that I could do in that space and time and guaranteed money was recover. And I felt terrible for months because I wasn't doing you exactly like Mike said, you have free money. Why would you waste this amazing opportunity to do what you want? And I couldn't do it. And I would just beat myself up more for that. So like there was so much, leveled on top of that and I, again i'm realizing this as we've talked through the topic yeah. but it was why that was so hard to conceptualize because i had no idea how to navigate just it. constant butt sucking constant butt sucking <laughs> so Dude, much i like yeah <laughs> it's wild how different that space is when that's not the case yeah uh and so yeah i guess i what i should have done is frame this a lot better <laughs> Uh, is what I'm learning uh, as we go through this process. But you know what? Uh, it's kind of all part of the learning journey here, right? We're all growing together. And so uh, you had to watch me grow through that <laughs> terrible topic uh, with you. Uh, and so thank you and you're welcome for that. Uh, like, You know what else I love? <laughs> no. Uh, the, actually, I was going to go, speaking of learning and growing, the other thing that I would do is is I would as Steph uh, so gently pointed out, uh, hyper-focus on crushing a six-month program in eight weeks. Uh, 
to like have proved that I did something during my like during my severance time so that when I go into interviews, right, I can say, yeah, you know, I took the first two months and I didn't do anything. And then uh, once I was recovered and ready, uh, this is how I personally grew myself. Uh, and then when they look me up on like uh, the Internet and see me driving around in my Dot fucking com. stupid, <laughs> stupid <laughs> clown car, uh, like they're like, oh, that's what you meant. By I didn't do anything. <laughs> you lunatic. Uh, but they would know who they were getting. So <laughs> it could be worse, man. There's yeah. been people they Google in interviews and it's a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I do not, uh, do not, cannot agree more strongly, uh, as a former hiring manager, some of the shit that we would see, <laughs> uh, yikes. So yeah, uh, maybe when you're on your sabbatical or your, uh, your severance time, don't, uh, end up in the newspaper for criminal activity. Uh, that would be my recommendation. <laughs> and if you do, use someone else's name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, don't do not do your own. <laughs> Boy, I love that advice. <laughs> you know what else I love? <laughs> uh, I love finding small streamers and, like, hanging out Aww. in their streams. I think it's so fun and cool and like the way they interact with their communities is so interesting and fun. And like you see a lot of like niche creators with really good engagement and really good communities around them. Um, right now, this game I play called Hunt uh, is a first person shooter and they're doing a bunch of Twitch drops every day. And you can get these Twitch drops watching any streamer that is playing the game. And so you can watch the big streamers with 20,000 viewers or whatever. Or you can watch a streamer with 12 viewers. And the engagement that those 12 viewers get with their streamer and like the, the relationships and the friendships that they're able to form are so cool and fun and inspiring and different from those like big time streamers. Uh, and uh, so I just, I would use this opportunity to encourage anyone who is listening or watching uh, the next time that your favorite game is doing drops on Twitch, find a small streamer to get those drops from. Uh, you might be surprised and you might find some folks that like you're really interested in continuing to watch. That's it. Uh, that's what I love this week. Thanks so much for listening, Trash Pandas. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice. And join the conversation with us on twitch.tv slash inaddpod at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, every Wednesday night. 